This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the Opposition View, Brad from Leicester Till I Die TV. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks, gents. It's uh, good to be on the podcast. I'm looking forward to talking and previewing uh, the game at the weekend. It's going to be an interesting one. Oh, oh. I'm glad you think it is. <laughs> well, I mean, it might be from our perspective. I'm not, I can't speak for both sides, can I, unfortunately? I wish I could, but uh, it'll be a pleasant one for us. Yeah. But, uh... We'll get into that. We'll get into yeah. that. Well, well, welcome, yeah. well, welcome, Brad. Welcome, Brad. You may think, crikey, the first thing they do is question what I said in the first thing. Yeah, that's pretty much what we do here. You are very welcome. Lovely to have you here. You must be, when, when we spoke to Phil, when we had the, the game up at your place, and we were chatting about various things, obviously, Lester, and how... How the season had gone and you know, coming down. We dealt with all of that. That was one of those things you have to get over the drop and you get on it. How are you enjoying this season so far? It seems to be going pretty well. Just just take us through through Leicester's season so far. Well, it's absolutely just wonders to see. Obviously, the expectation was there to, for Leicester to be up there. So it's not like Leicester are exactly punching above their weight in that aspect. But we are defying even the most optimistic of Leicester fans' expectation right now. I know it sounds a bit like, oh, yeah, but your Leicester City kept a lot of your team. That came down to the man we've got in. And the one thing we did a lot better this season and that gave you a gut feeling, because last season, I don't know how much you know about our struggles last season at the start mm-hmm. of it. It was, do they have funds? Do Are we in FFP? Are we breaking rules? No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. We haven't got a budget, but you need to make a budget. But if you want to get a budget, it was absolute chaos. Whereas this transfer window, new manager, faster pace. Manager in, players in, targets identified, signings in. Six players that wanted to leave because of relegation and how they felt under Rodgers suddenly staying. The atmosphere 
change like that. And again, the weirdest thing is we beat Swansea in the midweek. And I don't know if you guys have maybe seen that, but there was uh, the one thing that does baffle me about this time being a Leicester fan right now is there's still people finding a way to moan. There was people leaving that game early and moaning because boring football was winning games 3-1 and, and having us where we are in the league. That aside, uh, it goes stark contrast to what we suffered through last season with the abysmal football and and relegation it's been a hell of a journey and we actually know it back to the league one days then we were we were stinking out the championship barely surviving and we eventually dropped and we had a season where you just felt the weight off your shoulders and we're fortunate that it's doing that for us because it doesn't always work out so as smoothly as it's going for us for for relegated sides at the first attempt so yeah really enjoying the season on a short answer i could have gave no no no, no, no. We, don't, we don't do short well i don't do short answers that's fine um that, no that, that's very good and i think that's that's important because everybody talks about uh, lesser and obviously everybody talks about that moment and yes we did on the previous one we talked about that that, that premiership thing but you also went and won the fa cup beating yeah. chelsea and now, now that's not. I have to say, that's not beating Chelsea circa 2024. This was when they weren't shit, and you went and did them. And it was, it was that. Tell us a little bit about the cup run and how that day went at Wembley, because not enough. I don't think. I, I don't think you're given enough credit for that because it's in the shadow of the previous achievement. No, and this has been a, a long time starved for Leicester. Leicester had a notable period in the 60s where they, they, yeah. they were making FA Cup finals. I think they made three out of the five we made when we made in the 60s. Maybe what I'm thinking was that snuck into the 70s. But we had a very good period where we were the, we were the bridesmaid all the time, never the bride sort of thing. We could get to finals, but we always we just couldn't see it over the line. Like a team that came third in a two-horse race, Tottenham. We kind of topped that then before it was Spursy. But we had a run where we just took our own momentum with us because the season wasn't going too well, to be honest with you. We were having that stuttering period where we were second for a while, then we were dropping out the Champions League race, and it balanced it out. We, we were just like a cut machine. We were playing well in the Europa League stages, we were getting through that, progressing with all the other England sides. If we got to the semi-final of the Carabao Cup, people forget that, I think, the year before, possibly the season before that. It was one of the two seasons. We lost, we lost to a late goal at Villa Park, so we were we, we we were a kick away from being at Wembley beforehand. So even though people didn't really seem to like Rogers and the falling out was starting to begin then, and maybe that's when the, the trigger should have been pulled and so the sentiment kept around, but that that that's what it is. That's how football is, isn't it? Hindsight's a wonderful thing. But in that FA Cup run, Ian Apcho, one of my favourites, Chris will tell you from 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 our channel, he'll tell you he's he's, he's my favourite. But he is a certified FA Cup goal scorer he is a, he, he has scored probably more goals well it feels like he scored more goals just in the FA Cup than he has in the league throughout his entire time at Leicester he also actually infamously has the first VAR awarded goal and that was against Fleetwood <laughs> guess what it was in the FA Cup so he was on fire as well he was going for a purple patch in that competition we was drawing I'd like to say fairly reasonable sides for us to beat we got Brighton where Guess who scored the winner? I'll give you one guess. It was Ian Acho scored the winner. And he we were the vibe was still there because he in his press conference after that game, I remember it. He said he scored in the 96 minutes because he was cold and didn't want extra time. It was just a little bit of arrogance, but in a good way was the feel around it. And 
you just felt something was in the air. And when we got to Chelsea, Ben Chilwell had just left us pretty much to go to Chelsea because the grass is greener there. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I had something stuck in my throat when that said, yeah. He, he was getting a stick. And despite how his career went at the end of it at Leicester, Yuri Tillman's final goodbye, uh-huh. again, should have happened there for us. Leicester fans, again, hindsight. He hits the roof of the net. It's a goal to win any FA Cup. And then Ben Chilwell, by his big, stinking left toe, <laughs> gets ruled out of crushing our dreams. And yeah, it was just a magical moment. And you just felt it was going to happen. I don't I don't know what it was about us playing that game, but you just felt we was going to find a way to, to win it. And we just snuck through and got there. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Right, well, before we find out about the Leicester team this season, I think we should do it. I think we should do it again, Justin, because bearing in mind, Leicester have some managers that we also know. I'd be really uh-huh. interested in Brad's. Uh-huh. Now, what I'm going to do, we're going to go back and we're going to start with the excellently large forearmed Nigel Pearson, who had the largest forearms ever. And we're going to basically just go through your run of managers. And all we would like is your mark out of 10 for that manager, such as a single number, and a single word as a review of their time. It can be anything. It could be anything you like. It could be onomatopoeia. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to use, it's that word. So are we ready? We will start with the large forearmed Nigel Pearson. One word and a mark out of 10. Rememberable, 8 out of 10. Claudio Ranieri. I need two words. <laughs> Dream maker. Oh. Dream maker, 10 out of 10. And quite right for you. Craig Shakespeare. Reliable, eight out of ten. Very good, Michael Appleton. He only had he only had what two games, but he won them both. Big, <laughs> six out of ten. Drum roll here, Claude Puel. Disappointing, four out of ten. Okay, that's that's really you'll be very nice about these. We're we're, we're far more scathing. Mike Stowell and Adam Sadler for the first time when they had one game in charge and they won it with a hundred percent record. Meh, <laughs> three out of ten. <laughs> what did they have to do to get more than three out of ten in the one game that they won? This is excellent. We come to the previously stated Mr. Brendan Rogers. Oh, well, lucky. Seven out of ten. Nice. Now, this is a difficult one because now we come to Mike Stowell and Adam Sadler version 2.0. Bearing in mind they got three and meh for, for winning the one game. They played two games. They lost them both. What do they get for that? Awful. Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I knew we'd get to the point where we damn them quite credibly. Yeah. yeah. No, that, I always knew it was coming when she mentioned them the first. I was like, it's, it's, I'm going to save that for that. It's, it's just that was awful. It was just, oh. I'm sorry to put you we call We call Sadler Brendan 2.0 for the way he played them games. They were exactly the same. Nothing changed for two games. Fair enough. We we've got our last two because then we're gonna we're gonna pivot on 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 Mr. Mariska. But before we do that, I have to send you through the trauma that was Dean Smith. One word, mark out of ten. Okay, six out of ten. Ooh, because he gave you a bit of hope towards. It looked like it was going like that, and then it just it pivoted did something up. different. It did, yeah, it did something different. It didn't actually work, but he gave us a better shot than any other sodding manager was going to do. Cool. Who was available at that point? That's extreme. That's extremely generous in in comparison to to to, to most yeah. people when they go through and, this, which is mainly us. Yeah, but he, and he look. I never thought for a second we'd take it to the final day. 
no matter who was in charge. So the fact that he did that, he deserves a bit more credit than he got. Is that how the majority of Leicester fans feel about him? Or? No, no, it's 50-50. It's probably a 50, maybe 60-40 against Mark, what I've just said. Because because there was some, it was just the bad performances were horrible, but it was like he had an idea, he just couldn't really execute it, and unfortunately he didn't get away with it enough. But he got more points than Big Sam did for Leeds, so he can't have been that bad. <laughs> so we, t- we, we we turn then to the to the last, obviously, and the current incumbent, Mr. Enzo Maresca, uh, played thirty four, one twenty six, drawn three, only lost five. He's got a seventy six and a half percent win ratio. That is ridiculous, and as you say. Yet people are moaning. Mark out of ten, and and yeah, you, know, you you can have a few words if you wish. Playing football the end zone way, eleven out of ten. Oh, this is positive. It's winning. It's winning this game on a seventy percent over seventy yeah. percent scale. Watson, if you can't love that, then don't follow the football club. I'm sorry, it's not my style of football. It's not my favourite style of football at all. Does do I get annoyed of it at times? Yeah, I get annoyed at I get annoyed at attacking football when it goes wrong. It's football. But when we're winning 70 odd percent of our games, how can you not love the bloke and want him to be manager of this club? It's absolutely ridiculous. If if you're finding that boring, then God help you if you get take golfing. Fair. No offense to any golfers, but I'm just making that. <laughs> no, absolutely. A good a good walk ruined, it says. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I think Mike Stowell and Adam Sadler's first thing being called meh with a hundred percent record, but seven, I'm just saying, I'm obviously I'm, I'm not representing <laughs> yeah, that. That one game and then actually combined, they only won twenty five percent of their games combined, didn't they? If they if, lost two. If those two haven't got a statue up by 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 Saturday, I'll be upset. No, uh, sir, it's always there. So so tell us tell us a little bit about it because when we were chatting to Phil at the start of it, he was saying it's one way we play and we don't we don't vary. What can we expect to see coming to Vicarage Road? What kind of team uh, has Maresca been putting out this season? You can ex- you can expect us to actually vary it up. People don't realise it and it's small details and not realising. Leicester's patience and the reason Leicester, Leicester will play methodical football. It will be side to side, but they do it with an intent and purpose. They, they will drag you out and they don't care how cautious you're going to be. I can tell you this now. We have played as many oppositions that have stuck 10 behind the ball, right, as we have tried to get in our faces and attack us. How many defeats have we had this season? Yeah. That will tell you how many times it's been really successful. And, you know, like beat us, not, not getting a point, get beating us at our own game. That is all you need to see. We are so methodical. And the thing is, we could get you to suddenly, all of a sudden, realise you're halfway an hour and a half. And before you can retreat, Vestergaard's pinged the ball over the top. Fatou is running onto it and we're in behind you. So we actually do miss it up. It just never gets speak, spoken about because they're so in, they're so wanting to talk about how Leicester's, Leicester play like Barcelona of old. And I'm not making a comparison that we're messed. I'm, I'm saying the style of football. Mm-hmm. And... and that might explain it because his last teacher was Pep and Pep's clubs beforehand were Munich and Barcelona. And that's funny enough where that football was played. And I have seen many a highlight and I know it's easy to say or clip it on YouTube, but this is genuine goals where, and I know it's become a world of stats these days, which isn't the thing that I like the most, but if I want to use stats in my favor, I have seen at least seven videos posted flooding around social media of Leicester with 30 plus pass goal. 40 plus plus goal. We will pass you to death. That's one thing we can do to teams and have done very well is we pass you to death. It might not be pretty. It might not be going forward, but we're keeping the ball and you're not scoring. And that is why we have been fairly, it has gone wrong on occasions and we have conceded a few goals in a couple of games. So we are susceptible, 
But that's why for the majority of this season, we've absolutely devastated this league with our performances. You mentioned, obviously, Ian Hatcho. Give me two other players then that Watford should look out for who you think might spring a surprise or be easy on the eye or just your personal favourites in the team. Fatawu. There's not a Leicester fan out there, first of all, that doesn't rave about him. Fatawu is fantastic. And for all the stick that the likes of Rukunovat have taken over the Sensei deal that never happened, getting him on a loan that we, we can buy him for 19 million should this promotion go on to happen. And that is a steal. Yeah. Right now, I'm telling you right now, that's a steal. That that kid, and he is a kid, he's 19, I think he is. I think he's still 19 now. I don't think he's turned 20 yet. He's 19 and he looks like he's got 10 years of experience on him. He rips wingers to shreds. So the, the wingbacks are wanting to come off at half-time if he's on the pitch because they've had enough of chasing him. And he defends as well. And well, he's not he's not making a rush challenge coming back. He gets in the box. He makes it. He's made a few game goal saving blocks. He is very good, very gifted, and I blue tinted, you might say. But watch him play on Saturday. Gordon had the worst performance ever. Now I picked him up so well. For every reason was to see Leicester play on Sky at all. Flick it on if he's playing because he he runs that show. He is the biggest threat we have. Second to that, unfortunately for you guys, is on the left. And that's Mavadidi. We we cause chaos on that wing. So they they are very attack minded. No, but <laughs> Mavadidi's just as good on the other side, really, in all honesty. And then probably joint on that, I'd say a top three would be Harry Winks. He's a masterclass in this division. He's proven he's head and shoulders uh, the best midfielder in that. I know Jude Poole's got ten, uh, I think, assists and goals this season, and, and obviously he's won. But Winks is a little gem. He's one of he's like one of them unsung heroes in your club. In in circle, we talk about him a lot, but nobody really raves about how he's unlocking doors and creating chances in that midfield for us. Probably more in KDH, and KDH is obviously the more advanced forward. He's uh-huh. more taking the chances that are being provided through through a Winks pass. So yeah, they're my top three players you need to worry about. And then the other ones you can put in any order that you're scared of. Uh, that's fine. When we when we played you earlier in the season, Winks was suspended, so we didn't get to play against him but bearing in mind he was born about eight miles that way behind me and is a Hemel Hempstead lad he was always one that when he was at Tottenham and, and in, getting into the England squad and everything he, I think we always kept an eye on thinking oh I, I, I wonder I wonder but no never mind never mind this is Ronnie Rosenthal speaking and you are listening to do not scratch your eyes hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with LinkedIn you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, that's good. We can see what we have to look forward to come Saturday. But I think it is fair to say that we have now come to where the rubber has hit the road. And it's time for... It's the DNSYE Completely Rubbish Prediction League. No! God, please, no! No! 
Yes, 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 absolutely. Now, you don't know, but Phil Phil took part in this last time, and I think we thoroughly confused him, and he, should, but he went, all right, I'll get on board with this, which is really good. I like that a lot. So we decided last year that we were going to run this for the whole season, and we did. It was very simple, and our guest would always basically take part and play on behalf of the EFL collectively. They managed to get a last a last round winner, pushing Justin into second place, and Carlos was, was basically at the bar for the majority of the second half, quite rightly. This season, we've complicated it completely and unnecessarily and very badly. So we now have a, a, a league table made up of seven. You cannot make a 1-1 prediction that is his own prediction and it's currently leading the charts on 26 points JP Backgammon FC is on 24 points having got having got the the, the one goal difference prediction when we lost to to Cardiff Carlos is sitting in third Jarvis Cocker Spaniel is in mid table on 18 alongside the EFL and Justin and Artificial Stupidity are currently languishing at the bottom of the table on 17 points. It's really starting to stretch out now. So you may have seen some of the names in there that may have seemed a little bit strange. And in a minute, they'll seem a little bit stranger because what we did at the end of last season, a few people got in touch and said, we think we can beat Justin and Carl using inanimate objects. And so far, the league table doesn't lie. They've got a pretty good go at it. And the first one was was JP Backgammon FC, John Parslow, who suggested that he would be sending us a video each week of him forecasting predictions for football matches using dice and backgammon sets. Predictions League. And it's Watford versus Leicester. And as every Watford fan knows, Jimmy Vardy loves scoring against us. And today, we're taking you back to scenes of a moment when Jamie Vardy was sat on the bench, head in hands, as a crime was committed in front of him, but then justice was sweetly served. But no, it's not that do not scratch your eyes moment from 2012 that we're going to talk about today. Yes, today we're at the law courts, famous for that Wagafer Christie court case moment. And hopefully today, Jamie Vardy, who always scores goals against us, has some other distractions going on that Rebecca served the up for him just to keep his mind off knocking in one or two against us today. Well, the dice are on the pitch. That was innuendo filled. Desperate need of a win. And it's six... Minus one is five to Watford. What have you been up to, Rebecca? What can Rebecca, what can uh, Vardy do to help them? And it's all, and it's all going haywire. And it's six minus two to Leicester. So it's another famous game. And it's Watford five, Leicester four. And it looks like it's all over for the Vardys. Come on, you ones. I'm on the There we are. There we are. Well, we can we can see you can, um, and and he's in second place. So you can see the yeah, level yeah. and the quality that we level. work to here, Brad. Can yeah. I say this is now taking some very strange turns? He's basically filmed that on Crown Property. Yes, right uh, at a at a tribunal court of yes. some sort. He stood there rolling dice in high wind. It's all blown over. He's making references to Wagatha Christie, and then we get a blast of the clash at the end. This is just now going up in new leagues of strangeness and wonder. Uh, well done, John. Well done, John. God bless you. But yeah, five four. I think I job. think it's a fine way to celebrate a Watford versus Leicester clash. 
Tumbleweed audio there. Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, so he has gone five four to Watford. Okay, we'll see. I think he was very let down. He said by by the state of Amersham kind of courts there. Apparently, it really looks like it's let itself go. Definitely wasn't the High Court. I'm fairly sure we would have noticed the aesthetic. As ever, guys, we'll put these videos onto Twitter because hey, why should we suffer alone when you can join in? Anyway, Brad, as if that wasn't strange enough, by game four we were contacted by by Ben, who is the owner custodian possibly none of those things possibly he just leads his dog astray and he said i think my dog can get involved with this and so we have jarvis cocker spaniel who's found any number of ways of making dog score predictions and this one because he only lives just outside of leicester is particularly well suited take them off mate we're not doing that crazy shit again <laughs> myself and Jarvis live in Leicestershire. And as we're playing Leicester City this week, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. I've got many uh, friends and family who support Leicester City, and I've borrowed a few Leicester items to help me do the prediction this week. So we've got a Leicester City home shirt from the 16 17 season. We've got a packet of crisps here that commemorates Leicester winning the Premier League. They're past that tell my date, surely. We've got a Leicester City book. We've got a Leicester City DVD, again from the 2016 Premier League winning season. And we've got an FA Cup final programme from 2021 when they beat Chelsea. And this, we've got a bottle of Captain Morgan's rum and it's got Wes Morgan on the front. And I'm told that's worth a few quid. They didn't make that many of them. And I think the ones that they did make, most of them have been drunk, but this one's unopened. Might put that on eBay. Okay, what I've done here is I've used my artistic skills. I've drawn a little key and underneath is the score. So the item that Jarvis goes to will determine what score is predicted. Mate, hold on, hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I want you. He, he touched the book. Hold on. You've touched the book and this is Watford's score. And that is Watford nil. Okay, buddy, I need Leicester's score now, mate. Now, please do not knock this rum bottle over. He's come around here. He's actually just touched the program. He's touched this program, and that's Leicester 5. That's Watford 1, Leicester 5. I think that was the score the last time Leicester at the Vic. Fuck's sake. So Jarvis's prediction is Watford 0, Leicester 5. Oh, look at this. Now, he's gone for a little now, bit of Engelbert there, hasn't he? Now, Engelbert is from Leicester, right? So I can see why he's gone for Engelbert there. That bottle of rum, who's the who's the snooker player who's a Leicester fan? Mark Selby. Oh, Mark Selby. He's got... Yeah, the watched, he's called yeah, the Jester from Leicester. Yeah, he's got a bottle of that rum because in his trophy cabinet, I saw a video of him at home and he's got loads of Leicester stuff and he's got one of those bottles of rum. So that probably is worth a few quid if Mark Selby's got one. Another masterpiece there from, from Ben and Jarvis. Uh, I hope Jarvis didn't get too much slobber over any of the of the of the prized possessions there. I did notice that the DVD was still wrapped, sh- shrink wrapped, so nobody even needs to see that season again. Apparently, but it's easy just. I don't you know, think anyone's got a DVD player anymore. 
Could be that, yeah, could be that, yeah. <laughs> frankly, yeah, yeah. frankly, I think my suspicions were aroused by the fact that he was very happy. He, uh, the, the the last game, he took he took him to the King Power and he did this with paper cups outside the stadium and he did very well not to be committed, which is quite a good thing. But today, I think we sh- we're being shown, especially with the 5-0 Leicester, the dog's a fucking Leicester fan, let's be frank. He's been a nightmare all season. He's a prima yeah, donna. Yeah. He, he wears caps yeah. and occasionally he wears Watford shirts, but the Watford shirts have become increasingly not seen. Just saying, I think there's yeah. an enthusiasm for for Leicester there, so it's five nil to there. Yeah. We've also gone yeah, yeah. with Artif- borrowed all of this stuff. Yeah, borrowed yes, it. yeah, yes, yes. I reckon yeah. the dog, I reckon the dogs are uh, the dogs are fox. That doesn't work in any way, does it? Never mind. We also have artificial stupidity, who for this particular round have only predicted a Desmond Tutu. It's only oh. got a Desmond, everybody. We love a Desmond. So the the schools that you cannot predict here, uh, Brad, because I'm going to turn to you now to predict for the EFL after all of the all of the excellent goodness of backgammon and dogs and, and stupidity. You can't predict two all. You can't predict one one. You cannot predict five four to Watford, even though I know everybody is dying to. And finally, you can't predict five nil to Leicester because the dog went wobbly on something or else. What do you think? Dog ate my homework. You could say if I was going to go five nil. This is good. This is good. What do you think the score is going to be uh, when when your your load of passing uh, people turn up and pass us off the deck? Well, you'll be glad to know that I never sit on the fence. So one one and two two was never 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 one for me to to go out and to to put out there anyway. I always like I'm always going to back my team. I don't care who we play. I'm always going to come and back them because why not? Cool. I'm either going to, I'm going to be a genius and be right, or I'm going to look very foolish. So future self, we'll find that out. We are susceptible to to conceding recently. I know we just got a big five nil win, but we sloppy mistake against Swansea, the unfortunate own goal against Ipswich. But we we had a couple of games where Millwall and Birmingham we conceded late and then. We sorted ourselves out enough to hold on to the three points. So I think you'll score. I'm going to go 3-1 Leicester. Ooh. Ooh. I, th- I, th- I think we all, we all raised our eyes when we went, you think we'll score. You, uh, you've, you've, you've waxed lyrical about Ian Nacho. Uh, I'm going to ask Justin now to wax lyrical about Mileta Rajevic. Yeah, so I think it's going to be 3-0. Because this is how I felt last season, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be three 0 I think we're just going to get played off the pitch. I don't think we're going to do very well at all. I don't think we are going to score any goals. So yeah, three 0 Leicester. A fine return to form from Justin, who for the last eight or nine games has been fairly positive. It's nice to see that, uh, time that, was, that eh? a, a morass of depression has come back after a, after a short amount of time. Nice, nice for you to be here. There we go, Carlos. Sir, you are you are the the furthest up in the table still, obviously. Yes. Um, so, yes. what's your prediction? You can't have three nil. You can't have three one. You can't have two all. You can't have one one. You can't have five four, and you can't have the dog's mental five nil to Leicester. Surely that can't happen again. What are you going for? No, it, no. I'll I'll go. I tend to agree with Justin. I was going to go three nil. Annoyingly, sorry, so sorry, that's mate. upset me. Sorry. So it's fine, it's fine. So I'll, I'll go for uh, Watford nil, Leicester four. Blimey. Well, what can I say? We've got nobody going for a Watford win other other than a backgammon 5-4 triumph. But each result we do have. We have draws, we have Leicester wins, we have Watford wins, so points will be allocated as ever after the game against Leicester. And we will see how things go. Excellent stuff. 
There we are. So well done for making it that far through the podcast there, Brad. A lot of people look at us quizzically. <laughs> yeah. You could have walked out the door behind you. Just, just, just left. Just left the, just left the camera. He's actually got a front door right behind no. him here. Yeah. Could have heard it slamming. But he's still here. God bless him. So. <laughs> it was, no, it was, it was really fun. And uh, for one for one who gets told off for taking 10 minutes to answer a question, it was nice to know that it's not I'm not the only one that does that when it comes up to the question. You've got to answer the question in its whole, haven't you? You can't just give a couple of words. It's nice. We'd love to talk to you. But let's be honest, if we weren't giving answers to one another about the other teams, we probably wouldn't be here having the conversation. No, we'd much rather have stuff to stuff to edit than go, oh, how the hell do we pad that out? It's, it's not. No, it's really good to, <laughs> exactly. to get somebody who's, one, yeah, passionate about his team because that's what all of these things are about. It's, it's not about... Let's not be balanced. There we go. Well, we'll see what happens. It will be an interesting game. We have been difficult to beat on occasions, but at home, we are we are not really firing at all currently. So we'll see how things go on Saturday. I was just going to say, obviously, I can't wish you luck at the weekend, but afterwards, good luck with the... Definitely good luck with the rest of your season. Yeah, Brad, thank you very much for coming on. Um, I think I don't need to wish you luck for the rest of the season because it's pretty obvious you're going to be promoted. But yeah. um, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.